Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. it is duke city happy wednesday which i thought was a thursday but it's totally a wednesday it's totally not a thursday it's a wednesday i'm confused because i'm at abqx on a wednesday because we're at top golf tomorrow and i'm freaking out because i'm at here on a wednesday but it's so much fun anyways hi guys Woo! hump day <laughs> coming in hot here at abqx Shade east of San Mateo on Osuna, the spot to be. It's usually a throwing Thursday, but it's a throwing Wednesday today. A whacking Wednesday. Oh, hey oh. Spicy. Okay. I'm not gonna let you continue that because we have FCC regulations. But come have some fun with the boys here at ABQX. Seven fifty off per person, per lane per hour with all the money you save you can buy yourself some red door beer amory i know you love you some red door yes i do i uh love me some red door and uh i'm gonna be w- there with you friday hell of a program yeah we'll be at red door downtown on friday one ben i will Nunley. be there in person in person you're welcome world Bring a lot of 8 by 10s Amory, because there's going to be a lot of fanboys <laughs> and fangirls asking for selfies and asking for your autograph and asking for, I'm just assuming, wildly inappropriate things as well. Yes, tends to be what happens. It's an ongoing theme on this program where people are extremely comfortable saying extremely uncomfortable things to you, and I don't anticipate that ever stopping. Yes, maybe one day we'll dive into the DMs of A. Marie. That would be a great segment. We could we could do a segment, Van, where it would be, is this DM real or not? Can we do that once in a while? Oh, I love that. Let's start it on Friday. Okay, let's start on Friday. I'll read you some crazy DMs, and you tell me if it's a DM I actually got or not. That's perfect. And I love that so much. And then you guys are going to be like, oh, my gosh, hey, Marie, I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, I can predict how awful they're going to be, and I bet I can nail them with pretty decent accuracy. All right, well, I'm looking forward to this. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Whether you're with us on the airwaves or the interwebs or you're listening to us in the future on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, however you may be listening, thank you for being a friend of the show. Hell of a program today, a full three hours the isotopes are out west so the boys are with you for three hours right here from abqx og friend of the show friend in real life mr everything for unm football brandon ortega will join us next segment all the way through the four o'clock hour wow this is a busy week for him i know isn't that sweet he's like it's opening week and he has the time he has the love for the boys to show up and still be part of the program. What a dude. I appreciate him. 
We got some special guests in the five o'clock hour and then uh, six o'clock hour. Amory, get excited. Okay, I'm excited. Six o'clock and six fifteen with Ned James. <gasps> I love Ned James. We're Is he going to be at ABQ Axe? Uh, TBD, either here in person or on the phone, but we got Ned booked 6 and 6.15. I got a lot of quarterback questions, and you know he is our NFL insider, and he's going to give us all the hot takes on the rookie quarterbacks, quarterbacks in new homes, and who he thinks going to have a big year this year. A little tease, too, just I've I've worked with Ned for a while, and uh, love Ned James. Uh, he loves him some Jared Goff, just to let you know. Same. I don't know if you know this. He is yeah. the biggest Jared Goff advocate. And he. I don't know if you've talked about with, this with him, Van, but you got to in the 6 o'clock hour. I know quarterback is the most position. This man believes more in special teams more than anyone I know. Uh, well, he better believe in it for a few more years <laughs> because special teams isn't going to be around with this very long. Mark my words, there will be no kickoffs in the near NFL future. We'll get into that at a later date. A lot of NFL talk today. I got a little bit of college football talk. Yes. And I'm just going to leave this one sizzling. But a college football player did one of the dumbest things I've ever witnessed in my adult life. We're going to talk about that later in the program. Of course, A. Marie, sometime in the 5 o'clock hour, TBD, is going to hit us with her mandatory NFL headlines. Very important ones. And you are awfully wide-eyed today, A. Marie, because are we getting one day closer to NFL season? Is that why you're yes, all I'm... a Twitter? you got a glow about uh, you. Okay, and this has like been the slowest week ever. Not only does NFL start next week, I'm going on my first like vacay in a while to Minnesota to go watch the Vikes live. My team, if you don't know, you should know. If you ever heard me speak, you know I'm a Minnesota Viking fan. So it's vacay time next week and the NFL starting. So That's I'm huge. pumped. That is huge. I'm so happy for you. You deserve it. You're the hardest working woman in sports entertainment. <laughs> oh, my and gosh. We are, no, we I'm are not. Lucky, we are lucky to have you, Amory. <laughs> You're an absolute blessing on this program. Thank you so much for all your insight. And, you know, keeping us focused – because, you know, I, I got a sprinkle of the ADD, maybe another Same. sprinkle of the ADHD. I'm very squirrely. I, it's hard for me to pay attention, especially to sports. And you're here to lock me down, to lock in my focus and keep me on the important things, like every single storyline that exists possibly in the world of NFL. I care so much about you, Van, that I even dug up a baseball story today. Oh, I love that. And it's very sports adjacent. Oh, so right. I was like, this is double time, you know, because I know you're I know baseball season NFL is about to take over the world. And I was like, you know what? Before the NFL season, I'm getting a really good sports adjacent baseball story. You know, October is my favorite time of the year. I mean, obviously, the, the MLB playoffs. I just I am like a kid in a candy store every day when there's a playoff game on every day. I'm glued to the television during October, unlike any other time of the year that isn't Sunday night HBO programming. Speaking of Sunday night HBO programming, are you caught up on winning time, Amory? Um, no, there is a rule in the household. My uh, my husband was out of town, and there's a rule. We don't watch um, our shows without each other. But, Van, last night I was like, hey, this is some hard hitting journalism stuff I do every day on Two Men On, so I have to watch Hard Knocks without you. So I took one for the wow. team last night and watched Hard Knocks. 
A lot of hard knocks talk on this program. We'll see if if uh, Mr. Everything for UNM football, Brandon Ortega, is caught up on hard knocks, and we'll come. We'll just come raging in next segment with hard hitting hard knocks talk. I mean, Brandon Ortega, who we'll have with us all four o'clock hour. He's like literally living the hard knocks. He really is football life. He totally is. He is shooting and editing and commentating his own personal Lobo football hard knocks. And I can't wait to talk about that when he joins us on the program. Very next segment. But I love me some winning time. And uh, I Brandon, love it too. Brandon, Brandon's also a Lakers fan. So okay. we're just, if you guys are going to talk about it, it's okay. It's okay if you have spoilers. It's okay. It's not. It's historically accurate. There's no spoilers. Right. I already it's know like, what's going to happen. It's like having spoilers from the Titanic. Like you, you can't. It actually happened in real life. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So, we can talk about it. I just, I haven't seen it yet. So you, that'll just be you too. Yeah. Larry Bird's tryout for Indiana State after he couldn't academically make the Indiana Hoosiers. He played in jeans and boots and put up seventy points. That happened in real life. Um, I saw that. I saw that episode. That's not. It's not a spoiler. That's <laughs> really not a spoiler. Happened. But um, I, I love that. And uh, I think the show's just done really well. Like, I enjoy it. Like, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it this much. as, And I think this season is already, I don't know, like, I was worried. I, was, I always get worried when the next season or the next season or the next season. And I'm like, oh, this is really good. Well, I'm glad, well they, brought, I'm glad they brought in more backstory and more relevance to Larry Bird. Because you can't, you can't have a Magic Johnson without a Larry Bird. And they're doing it so well this season i love every second of it and i am just totally entranced by dr jerry buss of course played by one of my favorites uh, it's me guys john c riley i'm the owner of the los angeles lakers i think it's a pretty cool job i don't know if you guys think it is but i get to hang out with magic johnson every day it's cool <laughs> what how was that how was that uh john that, c riley was that, pretty good? that was pretty good We're that was th- pretty good we're getting thumbs up from the gallery here at ABQ Axe. Going to be here all day, all night, sipping some Red Door beer, throwing some axes. Uh, it's the league championship tonight. Oh. So this place is going to be parted like the Red Sea with a bunch of friends of the show throwing axes on one side and a bunch of ABQ Axe league members going for a trophy or a ribbon or an axe. I don't know what they're going for tonight, but – Owner-operator, Angela Romero, one of my favorite people, Ange, she'll be joining us later to tell us all about the action here at ABQX. Got another special guest in the 5 o'clock hour. I'll keep that on the hush-hush. Wow, this is just a power-packed show. Hey, when co-host of Two Men On, Fred Slow, when he's out on location doing research for At Talk ABQ Productions and the the number one sportsiest sports show in the history of the universe, Two Men On, we got to bring in the bangers in his stead. And you did. And we get a couple days off from talking about wrestling, so there's that too. Thank God. <laughs> and he's gonna have no choice. Well, no, I like Duke, Duke City Championship Wrestling. Of course, we love um, Duke City Championship. You know, the Wrestling. next event is September fourteenth, and uh, I will not be there, but everyone else should go. You were at the last one. I did. I came. I came to it. You said yes to one of our events for the first time in the history of the program. 
I know, and I'm a multitasker too. I was so productive that I went to the Duke City Championship and the comedy a comedy show across the street all at the same time. I just kept running sprints back and forth, and supporting uh, the community and my sent, career. We sent your local superstar ass a shot out in front of the whole crowd at Duke City Championship lesson, and it was and, a big crowd. And I would love to roast you here, but you got resounding applause. I did. I did. How does that feel being loved by your community? I, I really oh, it feels know. good, and I'm and I'm I'm from here. I'm a true Burkania Brentwood baddie, so it's That's really nice. Up. Yes, not a Brentwood baddie, but a transplant who loves Albuquerque nonetheless. Loves him some Lobos, loves him some Lakers, loves him some Hard Knocks, and we're gonna get all the hot takes from your favorite all-time contributor to this program, not putting words in your mouth specifically, Amory, but I've had a lot of strongly worded emails that we don't have this guy on the program enough, and lucky you, Duke City. He'll be with us this very next segment. Brandon Ortega joins us after the commercial break. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. One Van Nunley here, one Fred Slow out on location, one A. Marie Castillo back at the KML studio, and one Brandon Ortega joined us on the program. Yeah, Welcome, Can I do the Fred's not here? Go, you could do it. Let's see, let's see. Fred's not here! <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Crushed it. Nice. Fred Slow out I on assignment. I have to do that when one of you are not here. I appreciate it so much, and we appreciate you making some time for us, because you got the new gig, man, this working for Lobos week. football. Busy so week it's only you. game day week, you know, for the first college football game I'll ever get to work as a full-time member of a college football team. Yeah, it's a big week for everybody. I, I'm so excited. The Lobos playing at Texas A&M on Saturday. By the way, Albuquerque, you're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. You got, like, those first game jitters? I you totally just... do, and I'm not even going to play. Like the butterflies? <laughs> College Station, 95,000 people. I was just helping uh, one of our offensive linemen, Tito, and our receiver, Jeremiah Hickson, uh, around uh, to their to their errands. And they're like, you excited about the road trip? I'm like, dude, I'm so excited just for the flight on Friday to College Station and just to be a part of the whole process and basically live, like you said, the hard knocks life of being with the team Every single moment along, along the way. It's going to be so much fun. So you, you wear a lot of hats for UNM football. But I mean, specifically, what, what are you doing for the program? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I've got a camera in my hand constantly at practice. So far, I haven't been invading the meetings all that much. There's, there's tons of team meetings and film sessions that are going on before, after practice. I, I'm not invading that too much. I'm kind of immersing myself slowly into the program but right now it's all about practice and then if i if i become aware of something a player is doing in the community i'm tagging along to that tavian combs we've got something we're going to post about him real soon about a high school football game he got to participate in as an analyst uh our equipment staff is is working their tails off every day getting them ready for the first road trip we're going to post something about that later this week they're going to be loading up that truck tomorrow to uh, make the long drive to college station um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm filming practices, but I'm also filming anything that's going on Lobo football-wise within this huge organization that it is, equipment staff, video staff, weight training, athletic training, anything you can think of. That's just kind of the job so far. 
If you want to see uh, in person how handsome Brandon Ortega is, come down to ABQ Axe, just a smidgen east on Asuna off of San Mateo. Going to be drinking some Red Door beers, going to be throwing some axes. And, we'll I, and come, it comes see the best setup I've ever seen you guys have. This is, looks like a game show almost. It's pretty you've got sweet. the ABQ Axe logo, you've got two men on, you've got a, a sweet carpet. That Julian can't get ice cream on today. No, he's he not cannot. Here. He's not tall um, enough to get ice cream on this, this it, setup. It's an awesome <laughs> setup for two men on. ABQ Axe looks great. I have not been here since 2021, so it looks a little different. Um, yeah, great setup. And you said league championship tonight? League championship tonight. Awesome. They got this place split in half. There'll be lanes taken for the league championship. There'll be lanes open for friends of the show to come down here, have some red door beer, and throw some axes. Big party tonight. That's going to be fun. If you're unable to make it in person, you could see us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, or just stay right where you are, right here on 95.9 FM or AM 610, the sports animal. So you're coming in hot to the UNM football program because they're going to powerhouse Texas A&M in their home in one of the absolute craziest places to play in all of college Kyle football. Field. Yeah, and I've been there a handful of times to Kyle Field, but never while a game was going. I got to go to College Station maybe five summers ago while I was working in Texas. College Station is the host of the State 7-on-7 tournament for high school football. So I I would go work that every summer and usually cruise down Kyle Field to see what was going on there. But this is going to be my first time seeing people in the stadium watching a live game, you know, like full-on Aggie Nation uh, in in the College Station um, part of Texas. Uh, it's Man, it's going to be a sight to see for sure. That, that is definitely, I'll say easily top ten, you know, best stadiums, best atmospheres. I wouldn't say not just college football, but maybe sports. I mean, sure. it's, it's way up sure. there that the crowd goes nuts for them. They got over 100,000 people in the stadium. College Station, Texas, only has barely they're, over 100,000 people in the They're the, the original 12th man. Right. Before yeah. the Seahawks Before implemented the, Seahawks the 12th man as well. Straight up stole it. They stole it. They stole it. They straight up stole it. Everything. But the, the atmosphere is going to be electric. And how do you think the Lobos are going to fare against this powerhouse? You know, I think the first thing that Coach G, Danny Gonzalez, the Lobo football coach, we all know, Albuquerque Zone, Danny Gonzalez, the first thing he's trying to get them ready for is just to not be scared. Sure. He has said on microphones several times over and over, they, they weren't confident in 2021 when they were last right. there. They were intimidated. He felt like they were intimidated by the atmosphere. And even doing the walkthrough, he, 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 he could tell there was some intimidation going on. I think that's the first thing I'm going to be paying attention to is who, how many more guys are ready for – the business trip you know who, who's ready to play who's ready to compete that's the first thing i'm going to be paying attention to everything else is just going to play play itself out after that and i think it starts at the top with dylan hopkins he's he's played a game there he's he's played very well in college station before at his former school uab brian vincent leading that offense uh has had some of the best offenses in the nation in, in the years past so i mean he is getting these guys he's getting this offense ready uh, and so is Danny Gonzalez and Troy Reffitt on the defensive side. Um, yeah, that's the first thing I'm paying attention to is are they going to be prepared mentally and physically for this, for this what's going to be a, a huge challenge to open up the season. Join on the program, Brandon Ortega of UNM Lobo Football. Uh, I mean, you're so good at this. Uh, you segued right into my next question, Dylan Hopkins, new quarterback, 
Not really a quarterback battle in the offseason. We knew this was the guy coming in, brings his offensive coordinator with him. Does he have his sea legs? Is he ready to run next-level offense for the Lobos? Dylan's a lot of fun to watch in practice because he – I've been trying to think of how to describe Dylan to people that are asking me about him. I think there are a couple of different types of quarterbacks. I think they're, they're, they're a quarter, there's a quarterback that's an athlete that has to learn how to be a quarterback, and then there's some guys that are just quarterbacks that know – how to compose themselves under the pressure and obviously know how to throw the football at a high level. Dylan's one of those guys where you, you look at him under center and he looks the part. Sure. And, and, he, and man, he, just at today's practice and in every single practice I've seen him, man, the, the guy can throw the ball in, in all the different kinds of throws, the deep ball, your middles, uh, your end zone in the corner. I mean, he's, he's got it all. Um, so, yeah, I think he will set the tone for the offense for sure. And – just try to get the whole entire unit ready for it. And little little inside info here, uh, one thing they've done is the indoor facility that they have, they've been blasting these two speakers on, a, on a golf cart yeah. where, I mean, you walk in, you don't, actually you don't even have to walk in. You could be within a half-mile radius oh, of that indoor facility, and it sounds like a football stadium filled with tens of thousands of people. Um, so that's something they're doing behind the scenes right now, and I think uh, that's going to prepare them um, for what's to come. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've watched Dylan, whether it's the, the, loud, the loud indoor environment they've been doing this week or outside going through their practice routine. Yeah, the guy, the guy's a pro um, at, at, this, at this college football routine, and he's definitely setting the tone, and I think he will on Saturday. Of course we got the Swiss Army knife, Luke Wysong. He's going to get the ball quite a bit. But he's got way more weapons at his disposal. Yeah, and I think we've talked about this before already, that Luke goes into this season not having to be the number one guy. You've right. got someone like DJ Washington, who I think um, Bryant Vincent, Danny Gonzalez, see as a guy that could emerge as, as a WR1. Jeremiah Hickson has been turning heads, make, making all kinds of awesome catches. Ryan Davis brings experience with Dylan Hopkins years past. Andrew Erickson's as healthy as he's ever been in the last three years, and he looks like the guy we saw in 2020, be an all-conference type of receiver, uh, an Albuquerque native from Manzano High School. Um, I mean, those five guys right there without even breathing that I think look like they're ready to get after it in week one. But then there's other guys wait, wait, waiting in, in the second unit and even the third unit that are showing a lot of talent. And, yeah, Luke's definitely bringing in – some good experience the last few years. I think he's one of the many guys I'm going to be paying attention to, okay, and ask him, hey, how different does this feel from 2021 to now, you walking into this stadium? Because right. I think that was one of his first games he ever played back in 2021, if I'm not mistaken, maybe his first or second game. So that had to have been a lot for him as a true freshman to walk into that. So now he's a true junior coming into this. And, yeah, he's definitely bringing experience, but he's, he's got he's got a – a deeper wide receiver core with him this time around. Let's talk a little bit about Washington because I haven't seen a lot of tape on him, but he passes the eye test immediately. He looks like a dude. Like he's got to be, he's got to be the guy that you write the playbook around. You have to force him the ball. You have to have plays designed for him. I think him being successful is going to really guide this offense to having success this season. He's 6'5", and he's one of the fastest guys on the team. I mean, that's that's uh, passing the eye test. That's passing uh, on paper, you know, what you would hope a, 
one of your best receivers could be like. Um, yeah, he, he's been a lot of fun to watch in training camp and now in this week leading up to Texas A&M. Uh, and, and Coach Gonzalez has said it over and over on a microphone that he expects a lot from him this year for sure. Yeah, he's someone that um, the Lobos are hoping to get the ball in his hands uh, you know, right away in that first game. Coach G's a defensive guy. That's his bread and butter. That's his milieu. That's where he lives. He obviously could do it all. Big Coach G house here. You got, he's got our support this season. With that being said, some losses on the defensive side and using the transfer portal to fill those holes. Do you think he has the players to, to run this defense the way he sees fit? Yeah, absolutely. I think he's got the players. And, yeah, you mentioned you're alluding to Cody Moon and Deion Hunter being the two big departures from the portal. Um, and uh, they've got a lot of experience in that linebacker core led by Cy Riley, Ray Leotele, Alec Marenko, to name a few, um, who will come, who know that system. And, and look, like, obviously talent is a big thing um, on the college football level, but when you have a system and when you have a coaching staff that knows how to develop guys and, and – just get get people to buy into that system. I mean, Coach G, Troy Reffitt, they, they've got that system on lockdown. And I think fans can expect a similar type of defense that we've seen the last few years, which honestly was the bright spot of the team since 2020. Uh, the, the defense has, has held their own, uh, given that most of the last three years they've had an offense that struggled and they, they've had to be on the field a lot more than the Lobos would have liked to. So, yeah, Coach G is setting the tone. Um, they're very demanding. They're the expectations of that defense is, are very high, but uh, we'll, we'll see how they, they started off against the Aggies. I, I know the, the focus point of your job is the players, is the Lobo football program, but what about University Stadium? For the fan experience this year, there's a lot of changes. There are a lot of changes, and uh, I've been in a lot of meetings lately about the, the changes that are coming, and I could tell you that the atmosphere is going to be great, whether it's before the game, during the game. Um, the Tennessee Tech game, which is September 9th, uh, tickets are on sale now. They've got great deals. Uh, one in particular affiliated with Albertsons. If you have a $50 uh, receipt from Albertsons, you can get $50 off of, of a family pack of Lobo tickets. Um, that's one thing that they've been trying to do more and more and make it more affordable for the community. Um, yeah, you don't want to look too far ahead, uh, you know, when you got Texas A&M right. ahead of you first. But, yeah, the home opener, definitely, um, you know, tune into that game on Saturday. See what the Lobos are, are trying to build in this in this 2023 season. And, then yeah, get some tickets for the, for that home opener September 9th against Tennessee Tech. And then, obviously, you got the New Mexico State game right after that. Um, so two great home games coming up after Texas A&M. Don't miss a second of Lobo action at University Stadium. Friend of the show. Loyal listener and Lobo fan. Lobo football needs you in the stands yelling your throats out and supporting the boys. September 9th is my birthday. Okay. Aww. What a day. Are you going to go to the game or are you going to do something else? I'll be in Minnesota, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Not unfortunately, okay. but I would come if I wasn't in Minnesota. 21st birthday? 22nd Thank birthday? Thank you, Brandon it? Ortega. <laughs> okay. The big three. Uh, that's enough The of this. big three seven. <laughs> Nice. You're right behind me. Awesome. I just turned 37 in July. Let's go. All right. I've had awesome. enough of you young bucks. We're going to commercial. <laughs> when we get back, hard knocks talk. You're welcome, friend of the show. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. 
Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The greatest season of hard knocks continued last night with the greatest regular season quarterback of all time, and he did not disappoint. Bootleg out to the left, flipping it left. McCall Hartman. Bro, Jack, show some respect, bro. Come on, what the f is that? Five damn sets? I don't know who you are, bro. I don't know who you are. You don't? I've never heard of you. And the officials have it What are you thinking? You go after the king, you best not miss. And he missed hard. First off, that should have been a penalty. He had thrown the ball and was sitting there, not even paying attention. He takes like five running steps and pushes Aaron Rodgers just to get his hands on Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, much like Meek Mill or Pusha T in a rap battle, had the closer I don't even know who you are, bro. So for those who haven't seen that clip, we just heard it was Jihad Ward, number 55, of the New York Giants, who, yeah, I didn't know who he was when the play happened. Yeah. It's preseason. Yeah. uh, Several seconds after Aaron Rodgers threw the ball. Yeah. Gave him a little shove, and then, yeah, he didn't take too kindly to it. From friend of the show, Tyler Ortega, no relation to our guest today. Should be, Brandon basically Ortega. neighbors. Tyler said he's listening to the program while he's getting ready at the lab for some New Mexico United action tonight. Oh, man, he's the best in the business. Going to be a banger man, out there. Tyler does an awesome job. He's been the voice of New Mexico United from day one. And, uh, yeah, I, I love that guy. He, he's doing an awesome job. And they got another big match tonight. Two, two more home games of the, the four-game homestand. Making a playoff push. Get out there and support your black and yellow. Three points out of a, the playoff race right now. Like I'm supporting Hard Knocks in my new second favorite team, the New Jersey Jets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Can I, can I just tell you what my favorite part was right away? Just jump into um, it. Yeah. I mean, look. It's been all about football, really. Uh the majority of the show, and they've had some nice little features outside pro- profiling players. But I think the highlight of the show so far, last night's episode, they basically recreated the Sopranos intro. Sure. With Coach. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was shot for shot perfect. It was and- so good. They had the music, which is iconic, the same song from the Sopranos. And then, yeah, just shot for shot, uh, the, the drive Tony Soprano would normally take. Um, which coach was taking to the field, to, to MetLife Stadium. Yeah, that, I thought was, that, that was money. I, I agree. I thought that was genius because, obviously, Sopranos is in New Jersey, and so are the New Jersey Jets. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. The intro of Hard Knock shows all these New York landmarks and these iconic places in New York City. They don't play or practice in New York City. Nope. It's in New <laughs> Jersey. I, I, do you remember? Remember when Teton Saltis was with uh, the Jets for training camp a couple years ago? Sure. He admitted to me that when he got signed to the training camp roster, he didn't even know they were in Jersey either. I think there's a lot of sports fans that don't re- realize because they're called the New York Jets, they are actually in New Jersey. Yeah, they're in New Jersey. They play in New Jersey. They practice in New Jersey. But uh, they luckily their marketing team is smart enough to give them the name New York. That sequence of recreating Sopranos should be played in MetLife Stadium pregame every single game moving forward that I mean it was awesome to see um, and i'd be surprised if it wasn't on their social media 
pages at this point. And you're you're damn right. They should use it as much as possible, as much as you know the HBO copyright would allow. But they do got themselves a gun, and that gun is connected to Aaron Rodgers' body. And look, of course, they're only going to show you the good clips. Of course, you're only going to get the good stuff out well, of Aaron Well, they didn't to start this episode. This episode actually started with this huge sequence of the offense struggling and Rodgers struggling to connect, and then it meshed into, okay, this is where they struggled. This is where they, you know, take each, uh, keep each other accountable. And then, boom, another sequence of a couple of touchdowns. I mean, and that is classic Rodgers blaming the problems of the offense on other people. Yeah. Not him. Totally. Yeah, throwing bad passes over the other people's shoulders. He said, it, and the, he said something like there was a uh, false start and three wrong routes wrong, is, what, is, okay. how, is how he phrased it. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and then they went into a little montage of a couple of touchdowns, namely with Garrett Wilson, who if, if you're uh, doing the fantasy leagues, Ooh, buddy. man, get yourself a Garrett Wilson because he's, he's going to have a big year. He Aaron Rodgers is just gushing over Garrett Wilson, and, and I see why. He's a stud. He got Rookie of the Year last year right. with a and, bunch and, of losers behind and, center. And his teammate, Brees Hall, could have been. Sure. Is Brees Hall or Brees Hall? Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Hall. I, I don't yeah. know why Hall is getting in my head. Uh, Brees Hall was about to be, was on pace to be the Rookie of the Year, and then he got hurt. Sure. And then Garrett Wilson carried the torch and ended up getting that award. Yeah, they, they had a bright future with that offense with the young pieces they kept along with bringing Aaron Rodgers in I mean yeah they're they're must see this year absolutely Garrett Wilson is gonna eat this year Aaron Rodgers is going to force feed Garrett Wilson like he used to force feed Devontae Adams not to mention we're having one of the I think people are regarding as one of the best defenses in the league coming into this year so that's another unit of the Jets for the fantasy owners I was fortunate enough to get the Jets defense. Oh, for did my, you for now? My, for my league, so I'm happy about that. I'm well, congratulations. Thank you. I don't know what you're going to do with a bye week, if you're going to hang on to them or drop them like I do, because I don't spend money on defenses or kickers. So there's that. Yeah, I got one of each. Yeah, got <laughs> Young Hoku. Oh. It's my kicker. <laughs> my old chick tripping, but my Young Hoku. <laughs> and then I got the Jets defense. So, uh-huh. yeah, I'm going to have to play around with that come bye week. I'm really excited for the New Jersey Jets running backs because now that they've got Dalvin Cook right, on the team, right. they gave them a brand-new running back room. Mm-hmm. They got brand-new nice chairs. They finally gave them a, a, a projector. It took Dalvin Cook to start treating these running backs like real people. Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah. my, that's my biggest takeaway from the, the program was – they're treating these running backs like people now mm-hmm. that they got a superstar in the building. So there's going to be one more episode, right? There's always yes. five, right? Yes. This, that was four last night. Correct. That was the fourth one last night. And it was only 33 minutes. When I hit play and I saw 33 minutes pop up, I was like, oh, no, what happened? Why do they have to edit some of this stuff out? <laughs> but they kept it tight. Like, I can see mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to hear not- my favorite part of Hard Knocks? Yes, please. And it is sarcasm because I was in the group text last night with two men. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But my favorite part of Hard Knocks, and just to fill you in, Brandon, in previous weeks, we are the station to cover all Hard Knocks well, on Wednesdays. Let me, let me say real quick that I'm so glad I'm here today instead of Fred because Fred's been butchering his Hard Knocks reviews. <laughs> because let me tell you, two weeks ago he said that David Blaine was on the program. David Blaine was not on the program. I had not seen the episode That's so before. Funny. So I hear him say that. I'm stoked. Oh, David Blaine's going to be on there. He's going to be doing all kinds of crazy stuff. 
it was this mentalist guy who was also good, yeah, but it awesome. wasn't David Blaine. So I was like, he just lied. I mean, Brandon, well, straight up lied. You're friends with Brett and Van. You know, no, half the time know it's better. a joke. I know. It, well, I mean, this is your I, fault. I took that to heart. Well, I, 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 I said he was corporate David Blaine. I said he was David Blaine in khakis. No, he. So Fred was just I saying David Blaine like, over clarify. and over and over. So I thought it was him. But so, what was your favorite part? I'm going to put my passion and fandom aside. I absolutely cannot stand Aaron Rodgers, and I hate that I'm starting to like him now. Mm -hmm. um, now that he's out of my division and my rivalry, and I just like couldn't stand him, and I'm just mad at myself because I'm watching Hard Knocks last night. And I was like, oh, I'm starting to like this guy, and it's really pissing me off. But was there a, a yeah, was there was a moment in particular? Uh, I just, I just. I've never seen the side of Aaron Rodgers, but he also has never been on Hard Knocks, and you know he's always headlines in NFL. But I don't know. I just getting to know him more, and he just seems I don't know. I just like him now. Maybe it's because he's on a different team. I th I think he's very funny and he's very sarcastic and dry and kind of arrogant, which I kind of appreciate. But anyways, always my, been that. Always been that. Uh, my favorite part is uh, Randall Cobb is my favorite storyline because yeah. this guy needs to retire. Uh, he only has a job because his best friend is on the team, his godfather sure. of his son. I'm oh, not, well, I don't know if Uncle Aaron's an uncle. He might be the real he dad. He might be the real dad. One, well, of those, one of those kids look exactly just, like Randall Cobb. The other one looks like Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, like, I would love to have Randall <laughs> Cobb in my fantasy league, like, in 2014. And I'm not saying he still doesn't got it, but it's just we know he's on the New York Jets because of Aaron Rodgers. Anyways, my favorite part is, did you guys see when he had that block for the sure. tight end, yeah. Tyler Conklin? That was my favorite part, and he got a flag. They made, like, a huge deal about that, and I just thought that was hilarious. Right, yeah, and even Aaron Rodgers was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking, He's like, wait, man? wait, I don't get these calls now like I used to in Green Bay, right. but anyways, it's I mean, it's just the game's evolving, well, cause too. Because they, cha they changed the rule of this yeah. particular block that Randall Cobb made. In years past, the kind of block he did where his head was ahead of the yep. defender yep. used to be legal. And now if it's a blind side, <sighs> like, if the defender does not see you coming, then that's where it becomes illegal. All right, so old man. It's just so – football's getting I mean, so soft. Oh, getting so, so unbelievable. Oh, yeah, how, how, how dare like they – how dare they protect the safety of people's brains? How dare they? <laughs> yeah, take off the helmets. I just love that – I don't know. This is the Randall Cobb storyline. I'm like, buddy, you. No offense, you would not be in the storyline if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers. Same with Oprah's, Alan Lazard and. Yeah, well, Alan Lazard is younger. I mean, come on, think about just Randall. But he's only on the team because of Rodgers. Oh, that, that's what they have in common. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. With this yeah. young roster, so I just thought that was funny. I just, I just, this Randall Cobb, I just love. That was a good one. We'll do. Uh, let's keep recapping Hard Knocks when we get back. We got one more segment at least with Brandon Ortega. Mr. Aww. Everything for the UNM Lobos. So excited to have him back in his new role, get his inside information. More Hard Knocks talk, a little more Lobos talk right here. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, it's some little roadhouse blues. Put me like in the mood tone. to talk some more Lobos. Talk some more Hard Knocks. One Van Nunley here at ABQ Axe, shade east of San Mateo on Osuna. Going to be rocking here shortly after the 5 o'clock hour. We got the league championships tonight, and we even saved a few lanes for some friends of the show. Sweet. $7 please take, please and, take videos of that tonight. I want to see some highlights. Tonight. Oh, no doubt. These guys yeah. are 
the league championship tonight, this is going to be the best axe throwing you've ever seen in your life. These guys are lights out. It's bonkers to watch. Nice. $7.50, Brandon, per person, per hour, per lane, for everyone who comes down here during the program That's a great today. deal. Yeah. With That's, all that, that money is, saved, you can yeah. buy yourself a Red Door beer, Brandon. couple. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. We're going to wrap up Hard Knocks Talk, then talk a little more Lobo football. My favorite part of the show, and I have two. One of them was the audacity of the music editors for Hard Knocks to show all the people cooking and cleaning and doing laundry and doing yard work and have the sheer audacity to put some Spanish song over it like we're not knowing that everyone who works for the chess facility are all Mexican-American laborers. The, like, se- the sequence in the kitchen was so good. And the food looked really good. The food looked fantastic. Yeah. You know they're eating like kings. Oh, my goodness. But the sheer audacity to put the only song in Spanish I've ever heard in the history of Hard Knocks while these people are cooking and cleaning, I was like, the balls these people have. We haven't heard a Bruce Springsteen song yet. I would imagine they're saving that for the finale Oh, as a Jersey show. Jersey legend? Bruce? Yeah. Okay. Or Bon Jovi. You haven't heard either of them, have you? Well, I think uh, Bon Jovi's competition. Doesn't he own like a arena team or something like that he did a long time ago i don't think yeah. he does anymore yeah, no, i don't think that league no league doesn't even exist anymore i'm a fan of the boss you can miss me with uh john bon Jones. we were just hearing bad medicine and abq acts a minute ago it's one of my favorite rock songs ever from jay and silent bob strike back <laughs> okay i like that you brought it <laughs> only to because and silent bob strike my favorite back. my favorite songs are because of how they were used in movies so if you've never seen jay and silent bob strike back you know what I talk about. Okay. And if you've ever seen a Scorsese movie, your favorite song is probably the Rolling Stones' Give Me Shelter. Because that's go. in every Tarantino, uh, not Tarantino, Scorsese movie. Oh, Scorsese movie. movie. Yeah. All right. Another highlight, and I always love the out clips, the credit clips on Hard Knocks, but all the players talking about all the Broadway shows. That, that was surprising that how was many shows so players funny. have seen. Oh, dude, they were so into it. Yeah. They yeah. were ranking their favorites, and they, they kicked out some bangers. Well, Hamilton was was a popular one you were hearing about. Jersey Boys, I think Aaron Rodgers mentioned. Um, Goodnight Oscar was one I had not heard. I haven't even heard of and that one. That's uh, Sean Hayes. He won the Tony this year for the for that play that's currently on Broadway. I hadn't heard them mention that one. A Marie, any any of those plays um, catch your attention? Well, I lived in New York for fifteen years, and I've seen a bunch of Broadway plays. Wicked was another one. Uh, Wicked was a great one. Um, Phantom of the Opera was one of my favorites. I saw Hamilton, um, not in New York, but in Minneapolis. Um, I, I, I've seen most of the ones they've listed. Yeah, Lion King was listed. Yeah, Wicked a it's couple It's a very times. common thing if you live in New York. Right. But yeah, I, you kind of have to. That, that kind of surprised me, though. With That was kind of like, okay. It's great that we have Pope, Pope Joy at yep. UNM because mm-hmm. Hamilton just rolled through there yep. not that long ago. I saw Book of Mormons back in, I think, oh, I saw Book of Mormon or 20. I saw Book of Mormon. 18 yeah. or 19. I saw yeah, that was, that was my first and I think only play I've seen in Pope Joy to this point. Hopefully now that I work at UNM, I could catch a few more. Yes. I don't care, what, cool. your, I don't care what your thoughts are on plays or Broadway, et cetera, et cetera. Watch the Book of Mormon. Yep. It is a laugh yep. riot. All-time great. It is hilarious. The writers of South Park. Yeah, from the writers of South Park. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. 
a little bit of Lobo talk when we get back and get you out of here? Yeah, let's do it. Brandon's got to go be a, a dad right now. he got to go make some dinner and do chore. he got some choring to do before he goes to College Station, Texas. A little bit more Lobo talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.